It's my belief that the movements of the stock market are determined by events that happen around us. And today, October the 16th, is the start of one of those events. It's the meeting of the Communist Party in China to determine their path for the next five years and who will be their leader. They will most likely give an unprecedented third term to Xi Jinping, and probably he will be there again in another five years. Why is this important? Because Xi Jinping has stated that he wants to and will dominate the world as an economic, a social, and as a military power. If you want to get into it deeper, read this book, The Long Game, China's Grand Strategy to Replace the American Order. This is what they intend to do, and this is going to affect our stock market, which is going to affect your stock portfolio, and we need to understand it in depth so that we know what to do from this point on. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Between now and October the 31st, I'll be giving away $1,000 for you to buy stock. Moomoo is adding to my contribution with 15 stocks worth up to $2,000 each. Find the links in the description. Will China advance to become the U.S.'s peer as a superpower? I would suspect yes. And I'll give you some evidence as to why I think that. Will it involve conflict? Well, if it does, it'll probably come around Taiwan. And the U.S., quite honestly, has a history of reacting to things that they don't like with conflict, unlike some other countries that seem to work their way through it. China is building its military in anticipation of conflict. They have, over the last 10 years, built more ships that are seaworthy than any other country in the world. They are ships that are not there just to protect the China seas, but have the ability to move in long distances. They are now the second largest owner of aircraft carriers, second to the United States. They are building out their air force. They are building their nuclear power. All indications are that China doesn't know if they'll have a conflict, but they're preparing for it. They're also trying then to become friendly with their neighbors. They are creating, and I've done a video on that on July the 18th, they are creating what they call the Southern Axis, and this is an alliance between China, Russia, India, and some African countries. And what they are trying to do is they recognize in this alliance, they represent two-thirds of the world's population population, while they represent one-third of the world's trade, and they're trying to change that, China is, through their Belts and Roads program. Look at this map here. This is a map, I don't know if you know, but there is a train line that goes from Beijing to London, a freight train line. China has built that out with the cooperation of other countries to open up trade with 
within the overall European-Asian continent. So they have made strides in that. You also may know that they have created the Belts and Roads Program in Africa. The purpose there is to give the third world countries in Africa who are strong with minerals, farming, all kinds of materials, but they don't have the infrastructure to move them either throughout Africa or do they have the ability to put them on ships and develop ports? And China is basically financing that. What they have done is they are lending money to these uh, African countries who are now having difficulty paying the interest as interest rates go up. So more than likely, they will do what the United Kingdom did in their imperial age, is they will just take possession of the assets in exchange for the belts and roads that they built and basically build a, a alliance with these countries who will then depend on China, Russia, and India to trade with if, in fact, the rest of the world won't trade, but they will be very convenient to trade with Europe with the structure that uh, China has, has now built. So what I see there is, yes, China is making friends with a lot of people so that they, in fact, can come to that peer status with the United States and then challenge the United States as the superpower. Now, the question I asked was, how did all this happen and the United States just sat back and watched it? Well, the reality is the United States was engaged in other activities. We spent eight years in Vietnam fighting that war, and then shortly after that, we spent seven years in Iraq fighting that war, and then we spent 20 20 years in Afghanistan fighting that war. So rather than uh, working with people, we worked against people in, and in all three cases put our tails between our legs and came home and watched China, Russia, and India expand. Why did we do these things? Why did we, why did we invade um, Vietnam? I personally believe for cheap labor. Yeah, I believe for cheap labor. We went in there seeing an opportunity to move our manufacturing into, into uh, Vietnam. Shortly before the end of the Vietnam, Richard Nixon made a trip to, to China, met with the leaders of China, and shortly after that, we entered a contract with them of world trade and used their cheap labor because we couldn't beat up bad enough the Vietnamese even after we killed two million of their people. But that was another story. And why I'm sharing that is because that's history. That's history. We, when, we, when we didn't like what we were seeing in Iraq, our George Bush and Dick Cheney just invaded Iraq and killed over 461,000 Iraqis. And we again picked our, put our tail between our legs and left and went over to Afghanistan, engaged in a war there for 20 years. So our history tells us this will not happen peacefully, but eventually we'll basically come home and say, okay, can't we work this out on paper? So that's my fear. So as an investor, 
If I know that's our past history, and if I know what China's ambitions are, and if I know what they're doing to make this happen, who's, how do I want to invest in it? First of all, I don't want to own anything in China. If we're going to get in involved in a conflict with them, that factory that is making Apple phones will probably start making a different kind of phone. That factory in Shanghai that's making Teslas may convert that label to a Neo. Is that possible? If, in fact, the United States follows its past history and engages these people and says, no, we're not going to take that. We're not going to come to an equal status. We are going to hold our ground. If that's the case, I've got to get out of China. Because I have, to, uh, they are already delisting many of their stocks in our market. They are taking control of their people and their companies and doing it in such a way that it is not favorable to the United States. So I have to short China. Also, in light of this, I recognize that we have gotten ourselves into a financial mess. We have got our national debt. I did a video just yesterday up to $31 trillion. And we have taken out of the market through, through a, a decrease in the value of the assets, $7 trillion out of the stock market and another $2 trillion out of the crypto market. Well, where'd that money go? It went to debt. As, as the people who made that money bought new houses, cottages on, on, uh, in the mountains, uh, ski lift uh, condos, penthouses in New York, and big second homes at the beach so that they could drive their Lamborghini down on a nice vacation. Well, that's all going to be repossessed. And who's going to end up holding the bag on that? Well, that's going to be the bank's. And then we have the, the banking problems going on in, in the UK. We have the China bank uh, real estate crisis. Who's holding the bag on all this? It's not the contractors. They file bankruptcy. It's not the homeowners. They stop paying their loans. It's the banks. So the banks are the stupidest people in this world. You, you've got to know that. So, but what they have is the, they've got their governments by the short hairs and they say, we're too big to fail. And go, go watch the movie, Too Big to Fail, and you'll learn it. And it's going to happen again. So I'm in cash. I've noticed the dollar has gone up from a, uh, a dollar four cents relative to other currencies to a dollar 13. So Someone else, like me, believes cash is not trash. Cash is safety because this is all going to implode. Values will come down and Kerry will step in with his cash and buy Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, NVIDIA at bargain basement prices while he's making money Shorting the banks, shorting China, shorting the S&P, shorting the QQQs. 
That's my investment strategy. And why am I doing that? Well, one of the reasons is because of this meeting that is happening in China today, October the 16th, and in seven days, we will know, China will come out and tell us what their long game is. I already know because I read the book. Okay, that's my take on the world this week, October the 16th. If this is the kind of information you want to help you make better investment decisions, join our tribe. Just go to the link to the Discord and come join us. And this is, this is what we talked about for two hours yesterday from 3 to 5 o'clock on our Friday Stock Talk. And we got it aired, and we talked about some other issues that we think are important for us to know as investors. We even talked about how to how what what uh, long-term gains and short-term gains are, and how a swing trader needs to where he needs to be doing those trades. Is it in a is it in a non-qualified account or a qualified account? What's a non-qualified and a qualified account? These are the kind of things we talk about at our stock talk. These are the kind of thing questions our people ask on our Discord. So if you're a serious investor, find a community. I invite you to ours, Best of Us Investors, because that's what we strive to become, the best of us investors. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Music.